Hello, America. We have the abortion uh, court hearing to continue to talk about. We also have the latest from Twitter, and there is something something going on that uh, is not going to work out to our advantage, and it's way more than just what the who is, who the guy is that replaced Jack at Twitter and their latest uh, new little rule to protect everyone. I wait until you hear about that. Uh, also, Waukesha. I don't know if you I don't know if you've heard, but the killer the guy that was driving the suv he feels like he's being demonized and gosh darn it i feel i mean i really feel bad uh and i think we should all stop and reflect on that uh you know and i'm sure kyle rittenhouse uh you know could have said that but nobody really cared back then but uh yeah um we'll give you the incredible actual uh words of the charges, the witnesses, and the police. This, there is no way the media is on the right side of history today on almost any subject. We begin in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Mm, tonight is steak night at my house. Everybody else is having chicken, but dad gets steak. Um, Rectech. Rectech, if you are not cooking on a Rectech yet, you are really missing out. If you are looking for a fantastic uh, Christmas gift for somebody, uh, maybe even yourself, order your Rectech now for the holidays. You're going to save a buttload of money. It is solid. It's built solid stainless steel. It has smart grill technology, which means your food heats evenly all throughout the cooking process. You know how when you turn on your grill and you you heat it up and you'll hear the uh, the aluminum or the quote steel kind of go bang as it expands and kind of uh, tightens up. Have you ever heard that with your grill? This doesn't happen. This is heavy duty steel. This thing is you would drag this behind a truck and I think it's going to survive pretty pretty well. Um, it's a last grill, the last smoker. The last thing that you can bake in outdoors, you're ever going to need to buy. It is tremendous. And you can find them now at Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rectech dot com. So thinking about thinking ahead for a little bit and. I am not getting ahead of myself on this. I do not believe uh, that this is a sure thing that Roe versus Wade is going to get overturned or anything like the media is presenting it. But let's just say it does for a second. Let's just go down that road. It's supposed to come out in like July 2022, a few months before the midterm election. Yes. How does something like that affect politics? Well, first, can we start with what does it mean to overturn Roe versus Wade? Because I think that if this truth gets out, it changes that question. It's true. I mean, I, we can overstate the importance of this, frankly. 
even as conservatives. Yes. Uh, you know, for example, the Mississippi law limits abortion to 15 weeks, by the way, written by a female nurse. Uh, not, so for all the idea of like, oh, well, these men keep trying to tell me about my body. Yeah, female nurse wrote the bill. Okay, so just zip it. Um, but, <laughs> so sick of this crap. Uh, but, uh, but if you look at the 15-week bill, let's just say that was approved and Mississippi went to a 15-week plan. You can have abortions up till 15 weeks. Mm-hmm. That would still allow about 95% of abortions. Correct. Okay. However, I believe Mississippi is one of those that have already on the books, like Texas does, if Roe versus Wade is ever overturned, yeah, so it's automatically a no abortion state. Let me take this step by step, though. The, okay, the, right. the, the, what they're actually talking about is this Mississippi law that limits it to 15 weeks. About 95% of abortions happen before 15 weeks anyway. Okay. So, and you have to believe there's about 4% more that happened between 16 and 20 weeks. And my guess is there's a, they move those up a few weeks. Right. You're gonna, most of the people that would normally have the abortion between 16 and 20 weeks have it a little earlier before 15 weeks in this situation. That would bring you to about 99 percent of abortions. And then you're at a situation where there's still opportunity if you want to go past that to go to different states. Go to California. So what would this actually do? How many abortions would it actually prevent? Would it turn us into the handmaid's tale and have a Gilead government cracking down on us so that women have no choice whatsoever and all these rights are taken away? No. Unfortunately, by the way, it would still result in pretty much everybody that wants to have an abortion having an abortion. If Roe versus Wade were to get overturned completely, however, as you point out, many states, red states, have triggers in their constitution. Blue states have the opposite triggers, which automatically would make abortion illegal in their state. Um, various ways to do this, but basically, if that, if that ruling comes down in a bunch of states, you just have it be illegal uh, to have an abortion. And in states like California, for example, it would automatically become legal. So right off the bat, uh, you wouldn't have you'd have a bunch of different changes in the law, but there would be states where it would be illegal. There's a a pro-abortion group that came out with a map that said, here's what's going to happen. And they I think this is uh, optimistic from our point of view, said about 26 states would get rid of it. I think that's probably too high, but it's, you know, it's probably at least 20 states that would do it. But I'm taking their map because they're a pro uh, choice organization and Mm -hmm. they want they see this as a violation of rights. So what is the most arduous thing that could happen to a woman who wanted to have an abortion? What is the worst case scenario? How far would you have to drive to get an abortion in the United States? The absolute farthest distance would be basically from southern florida to north carolina which is about a 12-hour drive now i've that's not nothing right it's probably a lot harder than it is today what if you can't drive you're a woman and you can't drive then you could fly in two hours what if you don't have any legs to be able to you know get to the airport then I guarantee you there will be a pro-choice organization that will transport you you across no legs and no hands so you can't answer the phone you hopefully you have an Alexa nearby and you can take the phone call that way. What if you're so poor and you <laughs> right. live in a place where the internets are all so slow? 
See, this is these are the this people is, you're not thinking of. Stu. That is definitely not right. the person I'm thinking of. <laughs> right. uh, but yes, there would uh, certainly okay. be a way there. But my point, though, is that a two-hour flight, which, by the way, costs less than the actual abortion, would be an option for you to fly into one of these states. Or you would have to take a... You'd have to drive one one day, have the operation, maybe stay over in a, in a hotel and come back after that. It's not nothing, but is it honestly, honestly, do we actually claim that this is some massive violation? Even if you believe they abortion will. is a is a I know, but it's not honest is what I'm saying. No, I know that if, if, if even if you is? believe abortion is a fundamental human right, which yeah. is completely against all history and common sense. But if you do believe that what you would have to do is an in, invest a day or two in traveling to get one. And I guarantee you. All of these organizations that say it's a human right and want your donations are going to accept donations from rich liberals all around the country to transport these women to these places to do this. Mm -hmm. And they will, just like uh, you realize when you have um, different tax laws on tobacco, there will be abortion huts popping up right on the border of all of these states to serve all of these people. I think that's a terrible outcome, but we have to recognize that it's real. What else is real is there are organizations that already exist overseas that will mail you abortion pills if you live in an area where they believe abortion is too restrictive. The the rules against it are too uh, restrictive. So it is going to be basically impossible to eliminate this horror show by law. The only solution to this long term, and this does not mean that we we still go through this court process. We still make it illegal everywhere we can. We do everything we can to save even one life because that's really important. But the only way to make this horror show to go away in in a real in a real long term fashion is to win the hearts and minds of people to realize how terrible this is. If you made slavery legal tomorrow, no one would be getting slaves because everyone recognizes that slavery is terrible. Right. You have to win people over on this. You have to persuade them over a long period of time. I believe, honestly, that that will happen. I do believe eventually this country and this world will eventually see this process for what it is. So but it's going to take a long time. All right. So that is why our that's why Planned Parenthood is in our schools right now. Mm. They're in our schools right now. This is why this is all being jammed down their throats, because they believe you have to win the hearts and minds of yep. uh, of kids and the next generation and they are doing that effectively now your original question to me was what does this mean politically yeah what is this how does this affect so, the 2022 election because right. i will say that i i think it could honestly cost republicans fine. the election fine i think that's where i am too yeah you well, know uh, you want to say if that's the cost of getting rid of roe versus wade then that's the cost of getting rid of roe versus wade Okay, here's the thing. Here's what's going to happen if it was overturned. Um, and again, we're looking at July. The media is going to hype this as if it's a loss already for the left. They'll be doing that now until the court mm -hmm. comes out. They are going to be saying, uh, you know, we're going to be living, um, you know, the handmaiden's tale. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming just to juice the left up. That's what's going to happen now. Uh, and it already is. If it does turn out that they don't take any half measures, which I don't know, I can't find them in the court case yesterday, at least um, they're going to have to decide it either 
stands uh, Minnesota, the viability thing is either uh, is either good or we're going to stick to Roe versus Wade, uh, one or the other. Um, and it will have abortion huts on all of the borders of, of states that don't do abortion. It's a horrible outcome. You're going to see the biggest thing is a bigger divide in America. And this is why I said, okay, if it costs 2022, I know this is uh, dangerous to say because we can't afford to lose 2022. But this is a soul thing. If we are on the side of saving children, and we are, these are babies. These are children. This is the second leading cause of death in America. Abortion. It's between heart disease and the third is cancer. Abortion is number two. Mm. Think of the souls and the blood that is on all of our hands. So if we lose, fine, so be it. That may be the sacrifice that we give up and say, Lord, can you help protect us again, please? Because we may lose. We really need some divine providence to happen here. And I would rather trust God than the voting machines, quite honestly. And I'd rather position myself on his side and the side of history. You just have to know we are on the right side of history. Science is going to continue to move that line of viability back further and further and further. People are going to see in the end what a monstrosity this really is. I believe truly that in a hundred years, we are going to be looked back on as barbarians. We, they, you, they really just killed all their children. It was the second leading cause of death and people didn't even talk about it. We are going to be looked at as barbarians. So what's going to happen? You're going to have a deeper divide. And you're going to see the death cult get stronger. They are because you know and I know that when it says 15 weeks, if they decide that the Mississippi law stands, that means that you can now have states decide we're not doing abortion or we are. Everyone knows that Mississippi is not going to say 15 weeks. If they're really free, they're going to say no abortion. Texas, no abortion. And there's several states that will say no abortion. They're not going to say in the blue states, oh, abortion as it is. They, too, have an agenda. They want abortions after birth. So you're going to see states that go further in the other direction. You're going to see evil increase in those states. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. They've already told you that's what they want. Let the baby be born. And then the mother has a time period where she can decide whether she wants to keep it or not. They've already said that in Virginia and in New York. So 
I personally like to know what I'm dealing with. And I believe that we are not fighting flesh and bone. We're not fighting our neighbors. We're not fighting the Democrats. We're fighting evil. Evil has a chokehold on a lot of people right now. And I'd rather have all of the people who aren't uh, captivated by evil yet before they get sucked in because it's awfully seductive and easy. I'd much rather have it exposed so the good people can remain good people and say, yeah, we're not part of that at all because look at the death cult this is. They said that they were just standing up. They're not. They're now killing babies after birth. Get out of there. And I think that's a stand I am perfectly comfortable to take. Back in just a minute. If this, if you have children or grandchildren, if these books are not under your Christmas tree, uh, you are missing out. You have to get the Tuttle Twins books right now. Everything is being jammed down our kids' throats. I mean, everybody, we got to get our kids back in school. No, we don't. No, we don't. There are 120 total lessons that teach about economics and free markets in a way that is interesting and fun for kids. Honestly, adults will learn a ton from all of this. How the economy works, why government meddling complicates things and makes things worse, why free markets are better than Marxism. What are the principles that we were built on? They all can be found in books that kids as young as six will enjoy. And you're at 60 and you'll still learn things from TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 50% off. They're offering this sale this week. Three full notebooks. You get the digital version as well. They've never done this sale. Uh, ever before take advantage of it this week tuttletwinsbeck.com tuttletwinsbeck.com save 50% off the entire curriculum tuttletwinsbeck.com 10 seconds station id does it sound reasonable to you i mean we're not the only ones that are gonna take this and go oh okay that means we're gonna say no abortions that's going to take the reins off because the Supreme Court won't have to decide. Yeah, I know that's why I don't think the principle of this is, you know, sending it to the states. While that is obviously at the very least what should happen. I mean, it should not be legal to kill your children. <laughs> Do I have, like, I was thinking about this. If you had like a Matrix-like dystopian future where you would describe this process if we were aliens that came down from another planet and saw that movie would think oh that's a no society would ever do that mm. <laughs> it really is insane uh, you know uh, people that are that are totally innocent in every way are just being eliminated from society constantly to the tune of 62 million in the United States alone. And by the way, overwhelmingly out of proportion toward minorities, oh, as you pointed three out. Three to one. Three to one. Three to one. And they're making the argument today that I, if you take this away, you're taking away the rights mainly of minorities. Yeah. Yet we want them to live. Yeah. We want more. Here's the thing. I know we're so racist, 
But here's the thing. The result of our policy means tens of millions of black people being alive. Three what to you, one. What's the result of your policy? <laughs> right. All I know is that there's tens of millions of black people that should be here right now, uh, interacting with us, voting, doing all the things that they want to do with their lives. And you know where they are? Nowhere because of you. It's that, that's not our racism that did that. That's you. That's your policy on the left that eliminated tens of millions of black people. Three to one. It's almost as if it was by design. We are living in the Matrix. Uh, I know what that means, and people have dismissed it. You know, Zuckerberg's like, well, there's a chance we are already living in the Matrix. We are, just not in the way it was portrayed in the movie. And I'm going to try to get to it this, uh, uh, maybe this hour. If not, I'll get to it tomorrow. Write that down, the Matrix for tomorrow, because it has a lot to do with what Facebook just did. Also, Mike Lee is coming up after the top of the hour. He knows all these guys and has worked for two of the justices. I want to hear what he has to say about the Supreme Court. This is the Glenn Beck program. It's coming up next hour. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but uh, our president constantly seems tired. And uh, and maybe he's that's why he's sleeping all the time, you know, both on camera and off. It just he's not getting a good night, not getting a good night's sleep. So I say, let's let's go, Brandon, to MyPillow.com. Uh, get yourself a better pillow and more comfortable sheets. Maybe that will perk you up a little bit and you can stay awake for important meetings. For a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his MyPillows, the ones that started it all for the lowest price yet. You can get the standard MyPillow for $19.98, originally $69.98. It's a $50 savings. The king-size pillow for only $10 more. Now is the time to buy. Also, with the lowest price ever, Mike is also extending his money-back guarantee trial until March 1st of next year. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials and get... The mattress topper, the Giza Dream Sheets, the pillows, and incredible discounts right now. Promo code BECK, 1-800-966-3117 or MyPillow.com. All right, head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code Fauci lied if you want to save 25 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Oh, my gosh. We are dealing with so much insanity, so much insanity. And I'm telling you, all we have to do is just live by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Every argument you, sh- you have with people, um, you, should, you should be able to know, I can talk to you or not just by asking this. When they start, they ask you something political. They want to talk about political. Say, hey, listen, I just want to know, you know, the ground rules here before we talk. I want to know if we have enough in common um, to be able to discuss things. Cause if we don't have this in common, then we're just going to argue. And it, I'd rather just be your friend. And the question is, do you agree with the bill of rights? Do you agree with the bill of rights? Because if you agree with the bill of rights, so many of our problems leave the political realm and become very clear, very common sense. Do you believe in the bill of rights? That's why it's so dangerous when politicians say this isn't about your freedom. Yes, it is, because once you start cutting the corners of the Bill of Rights, 
all freedoms are lost because it's a little here and a little there and a little here and then a little more over here and it's all gone. And that's the point we're at. Let me give you an example. Should the government be able to close you down and drive you out of business without compensation? And I mean real compensation. I think the lawsuits against the federal government is you put my business out of business and you should pay for my business. Because you took it from me and you wouldn't let me open up. And if, if I tried to stay alive, then you came in and you put all kinds of fines on me. You even threatened me with jail time. I'm going to give you a story that this woman, all she did is she has a restaurant. She tried to keep it open. She faces criminal charges for staying open during COVID-19 mandates. Her jury trial is coming up on Monday. She could go to prison. This is insane. Lisa Hansen is with us now. Hello, Lisa. Hi, Glenn. Thank you so much for having me on your show. <sighs> I can't believe, I mean, most of us feel, you know, live in Texas. COVID is not a thing anymore. It just doesn't bother people down here anymore. Where are right. you? Tell me the story of what happened. So I guess just if I can start off with this, Glenn, um, I just want to be very clear uh, to your listening audience. And this has been my message all along. You know, in the beginning when... Um, all this took place. Uh, th this is never the, the fight that I'm fighting has never been just about me and, and my company. Um, if it had just been about me and my company, I would have just closed my doors and walked away and figured out how to pay off the debt, you know, quietly and, and gone off in, into the, you know, great blue yonder or whatever. But right. this has been about the people of Minnesota and really for the people of the United States of America. I'm thinking here, our children and our grandchildren. So just to be clear, that's what this is all about. There's no way I would have fought this fight just for little old me. So what happened, uh, Glenn, back in uh, last year, 2020, um, you know, the governor, our governor, Governor Walz, uh, closed down biz, uh, bars and restaurants and some other small businesses the first part of the year, the early, early in the year, and uh, I complied. Second shutdown, I, and, I, and I didn't survive. The, the business, somehow we kept our doors open. We did everything we could do. Um, you know, as entrepreneurs, we could try to figure it out. Um, but I said, I can't survive a second shutdown if he does this again, which he did. He shut us down a second time in November of 2020. Told my husband, I said, I'm either uh, shutting down permanently, closing my doors forever, or I am opening up fully because what he's doing, what the state is doing against us is wrong. So uh, I guess it, uh, you know, chose to open up fully um, because that was the right thing to do. And um it was the right thing to do for, for our kids, for our grandkids. I have eight kids. I have nine grandkids with three on the way. And I'm thinking of them and future generations and, and everybody else's kids and grandkids, right? This is America. So, so they, the, once I opened back up fully, uh, stopped following the uh, unlawful mandates uh, that are not law. Um, governor can't make laws. Uh, the state comes after me hard and heavy and, uh, uh, files cr uh, criminal and civil charges against me and that's what i've been dealing with and we're going on almost a year now it was december 16th last year when i opened my doors fully the day after i got a cease and desist from the state so um, and, and in minnesota so i just want to make sure in minnesota the governor the governor 
has no right to enact a law and no authority with the executive branch to enforce even the emergency orders. Is that right? Absolutely right. He has no authority. Uh, there's no authority. The, the executive branch has no authority to enforce his executive orders. He didn't even have, uh, he calls it a, 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 a act of nature, <laughs> which in, in uh, 2005, the legislation actually took away the power or the authority for governor to enact uh, an act of nature. Uh, emergency. Uh, it was the emergency order. Yeah, due mm-hmm. to, for emergency order, right? So instead, he in his executive order, he calls it, excuse me, not act of nature. I'm using the wrong terminology here. He called it a... Uh, Act, he, he called it an act of nature, but in the next uh, sentence uh, in his executive order, if you'll look at it, um, it, it is actually he refers to the federal government calling it a health emergency. Which, okay. so, so which that the health emergency is what the uh, legislature removed uh, from the governor to be able to, to to be able to enact that sort of mandate. So anyway, we have so much corruption on every level. Not only is, you know, the, the executive branch, um, I, I guess the best way to describe what's happening is that the judiciary is in lockstep with the executive branch mm-hmm. in allowing the governor to usurp the limitations of power that are placed upon him by the state and federal constitutions. So the judicial corruption involves, or in my case, cases, involves a refusal to address legal issues, absolute refusal, um, that have answered, if they were answered by a truly independent judiciary, having the duty to protect the rights of the people uh, from the usurpation of the power by, by the legislative and executive branches, it would destroy the power structure that now has the people serving the government contrary mm-hmm. to the origi- original order of sovereignty of God-man government. That's really what we're dealing with. Your your problem in Minnesota is you've got George Soros uh, affecting your judiciary, and you also have Keith Ellison as your attorney general. I mean, you're in trouble up there. Those are those are two major problems, aren't they? Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. Yeah, yeah. So what we have as far as the the judiciary process here is, uh, you know, I've had a very um, I, I work with a great team, a National Action Task Force. Um, they've been, uh, you know, helping me uh, as I'm going through this. And, and I present as sui juris, or some people might want to say pro se. Um, and, and so I don't have a lawyer. And the reason that I'm doing that, and I think this is really important, Glenn, what I've seen from other folks in the state of Minnesota going through the same thing that I am, where they defy the governor's suggestion to shut down, um, you know, the state comes after them, they hire a lawyer. What I'm seeing happening is they're losing their cases. They're making plea deals with, with the government. And, and I said, that, that's not going to do what we, what we are looking for, is we're looking for a return of liberties and freedoms in the state of Minnesota. So, and, and so the only way to be able to do that is to go into this uh, court of law without an attorney, because attorneys are so dang limited. So I'm, I just, I, you know, I, I've watched enough Matlock and... And enough uh, 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 L.A. law to know not having an attorney is usually frowned upon. <laughs> and especially in the state of Minnesota, they don't like it when you step outside of the uh, the rules of their game. And so they have 
tried to force me. In fact, in the civil case, Glenn, I'll, I'll let you know this. The civil case has actually been ruled upon by a, by a, a, a judge. And um, he, he ruled he would not allow me, listen to this, I'm a single shareholder. I own my company. I'm the only shareholder. He would not allow me to represent my company that was being sued by the state. Although, even though the statutes, the Minnesota statutes clearly allow a single shareholder to represent their company, he would not allow it. And so, therefore, I was not allowed in the courtroom. Um, and therefore, I have what? That's an $18,000 fine or sanction against me. Uh, because I supposedly lost that case because he would not allow me, he wouldn't follow the law and allow me to uh, represent my company. I, uh, this is insane what's going on. You're looking at, what, almost three years in jail. Right, right. Uh-huh. Right, uh, it's, a, it's a real possibility, 810 days. <laughs> That's how I say 810 days. Yeah, eight, up to $9,000 in fines. Um, so, so pre-trial happened last week, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, we went into pre-trial. It was probably, I was told it was the long, one of the longest pre-trials or maybe the longest pre-trial in the history of one of the uh, deputies that was there, uh, 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 watching over the case. And, uh, it was almost a three hour pre-trial. The reason it was so long is because there are so many legal constitutional statutory legal issues on the record. And I went point by point by point with the judge. Now, in a pretrial, according to statute, uh, the judge is required to hear and to make determinations. Correct. At that pretrial. Correct. No determination was made. Zero determinations were made. Now, I'm going into pretrial on Monday, December 6th, with, with no, sorry, not pretrial, jury trial. Jury I'm trial. going into jury trial on Monday, December 6th. I have no determinate, no determinations have been, been made. No rulings have been made. No answers have been given to me on all my uh, legal issues. And I did send you that document. Um, it's, I know it's a lot to yeah, go yeah. through, but it's really interesting to see how this is all playing out. It's as if there's no rule of law anymore. The judge should have. And you know what, Glenn? I still have no. Today is Thursday, a week later. I still have no determination from the judge. on. So how are you supposed to be? Issues. I mean, is the judge just going to tell you, oh, yeah, you can't bring that up. You can't do that. It, during the trial what i wouldn't be surprised i won't be surprised and i will stand on my constitutional and common law rights i will absolutely stand on the on what is what is is given to us as as the people um i'm going to hold his his feet to the fire and and he's 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 got to do one of two things he's got to allow me to present my defense i i have the right to defend myself so right? let me so, let me ask you: Is there is is there video allowed in this trial? I mean, do they have a a camera that you can get public access far, for? Well, well, is, if I understand you correctly, um, um, no, there's no video, no audio allowed in this public trial, mind you. <laughs> find out, find out about that because I, I would love to. I'd love to have some attorneys uh, watch this. Uh, th- this should be this should be seen. Um, uh, if not, I'd like to know somebody who is a, a real journalist that is on the freedom side that could actually go to the court, or maybe, maybe there's somebody in our audience that is a very good attorney that could go sit in the court and give us a, a blow by blow on what's happening, 
um, in your case. I've got to run, but I do want to say this. She has set up a GoFundMe uh, page. Her goal is to raise $30,000 as of... Uh, Wednesday afternoon, that was yesterday, $12,000 have been raised. Uh, what, is the, what is the GoFundMe page? It's GoFundMe slash We The People Together, and that's uh, a hyphen in between. We hyphen the hyphen people hyphen together. We The People Together, GoFundMe.com. Thank you so much, Lisa. We will follow up on this and let you know what is going on. And if there's anything we can do to help you, let us know. Again, GoFundMe.com slash We The People. Having a cyber criminal come along and steal your identity and all your money. You know, I love it just as much as the next guy. Um, But let me give you a piece of advice. If you get LifeLock today... You won't have to worry about that. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, somebody's not going to try to hack in or steal something, but it means that you will know it and you have a team fighting to get your identity back and to stop the bad guys. I want you to consider getting LifeLock, especially during the holiday season when we are sitting here and we're putting all of our information up on the Internet. This is the time this in tax season is when the cyber criminals just make hay 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com use the promo code back and save 25 percent off it's 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com you're listening to the glenn back program we have mike lee coming in in uh, just a minute he's going to tell us all about uh what his thoughts are on the um the abortion case Roe versus Wade uh, yesterday from Mississippi and in the Supreme Court. We're going to talk to him about that. Stand by for that. I wonder if he can find uh, this right in the Constitution. Maybe he's been able to locate yeah, maybe it. Maybe he has. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also uh, the audio, if we have it and can, if we have time to play it, the NBC News audio. This is coming from the, um, the Rittenhouse jury trial where NBC had one of their reporters and photographers trying to follow the jury van. They said in a statement, they never did that. They never did that. That's, that's not what, this is the actual audio and video from the cop's vest. Look at this. What significance have you been here? I work for NBC. For NBC? NBC? Yeah. Okay. You're a reporter? Producer. Producer? Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. They stopped him going through a red light. So you, were you following a vehicle? I was trying to see. I was being called by New York going, maybe we need to follow up, but I, I don't know. I was trying to. You trying to what? Just do what they told me to do. New York told you to follow a vehicle? Yeah. Your, what, your office is in New York or what? That's right. How did they know about this vehicle? I mean, it was discreet. I wasn't like, you know, you know talk to anybody. Just trying to find a location. That's all. So, it's incredible. So remember, he's, NBC he's told died to follow this. Somebody. This, he's told to follow this vehicle from his offices in New York. What, what now, office? They get, Is the NBC office in New York? The NBC yeah, office in New York. They get them on the phone. This cop gets them on the phone. And... NBC says, yeah, we're following the jury. (laughs) No. 